Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the backcourt. My name is Giuseppe. I'm joined by my best friend in the whole wide world, Terrence. The two. What's the up? two. We had to talk about this earlier before the show started. It's always right because I'm the one. You're the two. You're the two. Terrence, how you feeling, man? It's another beautiful day in New York City. How are you? Um, I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, allergies are kicking my ass right now. I'll be honest with you. Did you have allergies growing up? Because I didn't, and then I developed I didn't. them as no. I did not. I want to say like at least by like 25 or something like that. Yeah. Maybe a little earlier, it was just Same like, why the hell am I sneezing? Like, why is my eyes red? My Bro. throat itches. Like, it, it's just crazy. I, I could barely sleep last night. It was just like my throat was going crazy. Same exact thing with me. I, t- I don't know if I is quite as bad as yours, but yeah, like I was in my early 20s, mid 20s. And I was like, fuck, do I have allergies all of a sudden? Never had these growing up. Um, you should take like a Claritin or something. I usually take like one of those 24 hour ones and it kind of helps. Yeah. I popped one, uh, maybe about an hour and a half ago. So I should be kicking it. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, man, uh, it's kind of a weird week in the basketball world. I feel like, but, uh, right. It's just, you think they, it's a weird season. Uh, COVID. I mean, it is because of COVID, but things are just off the whole, I don't know if it's because of that or what, like, I don't know, like so many take the East. Like seeds four through ten are like a game apart, you know. Like every team is somewhere in the middle somehow. It's just a weird season, man. And it's just it's just a little weird watching basketball right now. I don't know. It does mm. feel a little a little off. I mean, obviously we watch mostly Nets games, but right. I try to make sure that I'm keeping up with the league as well. Yeah, and it's know. just you know the no there are fans in a lot of the arenas, but it's obviously not even you know seventeen thousand like normally. It's like seventeen hundred. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and you know what? It feels like there's more injuries this year. Is that just me? I feel there's a lot. Like, maybe no, not like no, season no. ending, but it seems like a lot of this person hurt their ankle. It's, it's like happening like a domino effect yeah. right now. It's like, just like this guy, this guy, this bro, guy, this guy. Right now, the Nets, since speaking of the Nets, Durant obviously been out two months. Harden missed, he left early one game, missed two games, and left, played four minutes last night and left. Uh, Landry Shamit missed a bunch of games, came back, hurt himself again. Tyler Johnson's out for like four weeks. I don't know what the hell's going on, man. Jeff Green missed like the only person who hasn't actually had injury on the Nets is Joe Harris. He's played every game, he's the only person. Knock on wood, yeah. Not have a nice wood desk. Do you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Knock on yeah. wood. Um, but yeah, dude, of course, before we get the show really moving, do you have, of course, our black excellence shout out of the week, black player of the week, black excellence player? Absolutely. Um, And I I feel like this week may actually shock a lot of people because why did he pick that? Oh, but controversial. uh, Possibly. Right. But um, my pick this week is actually going to be Lamar Odom. That is a bit interesting. Okay, why Lamar Odom? it's, It's it's Lamar Odom. Right. And, you know, and why it's Lamar Odom is because, um, you know, I was on twitter uh a little earlier a couple of days ago whatever and i saw that um dmx was in a hospital for yeah. a possible od doesn't look know, like that. good for mr dmx unfortunately right so um obviously you know i'm thinking like basketball you know obviously we got a show to do uh need i say more podcast you know and just kind of uh, send this plug right yeah 
uh <laughs> but um you know as i'm looking into it i'm like you know well, all right well who am i gonna pick this week or whatever and i'm just like as i'm thinking about the dmx situation i'm thinking about you know somebody in basketball that has publicly kind of gone through that same thing someone that is you know highly acclaimed and you know has achieved a few things in her life some great things i mean he's a two-time nba champion you know um it is, yeah part of that lakers uh Part of that Lakers, that, Kobe. that Lake old Lakers back to back with Gasol, you know, mm-hmm. and Kobe. Mm-hmm. Um, they had know. a lot. It's such a different era, right? The concern had so many bigs. They yeah. had like they had Lamar Odom, but you had Pau Gasol, bigs, you had um, what was that Except young Andrew dude? Bynum. Andrew Bynum. <laughs> Except Andrew Bynum. Yeah, he's a controversial guy. But yeah, you are. They were skilled. They were not. They didn't have one dimension. They were like very multifaceted, right. good passers. Yeah. Right. Um, also, a New Yorker as well. You know, Lamar Odom? Lamar Odom is from uh, South Jamaica, Queens. Yes, sir. You know, um, yeah. So Lamar Odom, you know, obviously he went through that scare, you know, with uh, possibly. Well, he did OD he and, did, you know, uh, he was in the hospital. Yeah, he was in the hospital for a couple of days and everything like that. And, you know, there was a lot of people that talked about what he was doing. You know, how could you be so stupid or anything like that? You know, being on drugs is a sickness. You know, it's a sickness. It was something he was dealing with. Could he had been doing drugs while he was playing in the league? It's quite possible. You yeah, know? I mean, it, wouldn't doubt it. It's it's quite possible. But this is still, like we said, a two-time NBA champion. He's been a six-man of the year. He was an all-rookie first team. You know, um, he's he's done great things in his career. You know, even being on that uh, that Clippers team with uh, um, Darius Miles, Lamar Odom, um, I can't forget who was the point guard during that time. Yeah, I don't, I don't even remember who was. Let's see. That was that oh, was Elton Brand like when, was part of that Clippers team. Yeah, like, kind of Elton, Elton Brand. Yeah, yeah. That was kind he, of when Elton Brand was one of those dudes. Elton Brand was one of those dudes that like he did play really well. Like he played really well, but it felt like it never yeah. led to anything. Like people never talk about Elton Brand as like a, a player. Like I don't know why. He did good. I liked him on the Sixers probably more than anything. Yeah, I mean he's the when GM Elton now, so it's, you know, yeah. it's not like he's unsuccessful. But yeah, when he was oh, on Andre Miller was on this Clippers team. Andre Miller, Andre Miller, old a, Andre uh, Miller, man. That guy is man. What a career Andre Miller had because he. So what's the stat here? It is he's the only player in NBA history with sixteen thousand points, eight thousand assists, and fifteen hundred steals without making a single Underrated. All-star game. Underrated. He's just consistent. You know, he's consistent. He was, he was super consistent. I and loved he him was in a, Denver. Dude, he was an Iron Man. I think he missed, let's see, one, three, five, he missed six games in his first 14 years. So Jeez. that's all that's what you need to know about him. And dude, that's endurance. It is. He had some good years, man. Like he was he was just a very consistent player. He never put up like eye-popping numbers, but there were some some good years, man. Yeah. Um, but no, shout out to Lamar Odom. Uh hopefully everything is going well. You know, and um, thank you for being our Black Excellence player. I have the crowd cheering for him. Love it. Um, that's a good, that's an interesting shout out. I mean, Lamar Odom was was a great player. You know, like he had some strong years, six man of the year. So it's it's a good shout out. Um, you know what I, I found out kind of, Terrence? So do you know how like players refer to Kyrie Irving sometimes just like Kai? Yeah. I, you know, I call him. I say Kai. Yeah. You call him Kai. I, yeah, you I teammates, Kai. teammates, teammates. Well, do you know why people call him Kai? No. What's up with that? Well, why do you call him Kai? Because it's short for Kyrie. 
Right, which is what I always assumed. Now, I saw a tweet uh, yesterday about when Lamar, or when Lamar, when Kyrie crossed up um, Julius Randle last night. Which I'm, oh, that was a great play. And they put that like, was a, it was, it was, a, no, did you see that he actually slowed the ball down? Did you catch that part? Um, I don't know if I specifically saw him slow the ball. I mean, I've seen that he clip like five times already. Ball when he went from right to left when he was crossing him over. He slowed it like he curved it so that the ball would bounce slower to the other hand. He's I watched a, that clip um, probably like eight times, eight to ten times. I watched it. He's a savant with the ball. I mean, there's no one who has better handles than Kyrie. I mean, can we there's disagree to that? Nobody what Kyrie is doing. Like, can we disagree? No he has the best handles in the NBA right now, maybe ever, but definitely right now. I, I would say AI. AI is up Kyrie. There. Yeah. As far yeah. as as far as handles, you know, um, strictly handles. We, we yeah. also we can't forget, uh, you know, um, white chocolate. White, yeah, he was. Can't forget white chocolate. He had fantastic handles. It was very different, though. It was very street ball handles compared to like these guys who are more professional handles. Absolutely, but, yes. but yeah, no, absolutely worth the shout out. Um, but anyway, with Kyrie, so, so that th- that clip. The Brooklyn Nets tweeted it out and they put K A I Kai. And I was like, I don't think that's how wouldn't you spell Kai K Y like his name? Like why would you spell it K A I? Now Terrence. Yeah. I like Jason Williams for the people who don't know who White Chocolate was. Yes. There's many Jason <laughs> and Jay Williams, so it's confusing, yeah. I know, but the white chocolate version. Um so Kyrie Irving's full name, Terrence, is Kyrie Andrew Irving, K A I Kai. So there's actually two reasons why you might call him Kai. One, because it's his initials, uh, or just you. two, because Kai, like KY, Kyrie Irving. I got you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Man, I just, I, I stumbled into that literally today, and I was like, that's, that's dope. super interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, all right, Terrence, let's kick things off. Do you want your stat of the week? Uh, Let's go. Shoot it. All right, Terrence. So there's only been five players in NBA history that have led their team in all five categories. You know, points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, right? Five players. Five players have only, it's only happened five times. Five players have done it five times, mm. right? So David Cohen's did it in 78, which is kind of the most unimpressive stat line. He led his, he led the team with 4.6 assists and 0.9 blocks. So not a very good team. Um, Scotty Pippen. Best Pip, player on the worst team is just. It was, it like, was on the Celtics too. It was right, it was, it was right before, <laughs> it was literally the year before they drafted Larry Bird. Larry Bird. You know, like right before that. And we um, never heard of that guy again. And we never heard of, of Dave. I thought his name was Hamo, and it's just now. Dave Cohen's was his name. I've already forgotten it. Um, number two, Scotty Pippen. He did it in 95, uh, the year MJ returned at the end of the year. The year he returned. The year he returned the After end of the, the year. After the first re- retirement. Yeah, when, he, when, okay. when MJ played 17 games, that was the year Scotty Pippen. Okay, gotcha. That makes sense. Phenomenal yeah. stat line. 21.4 points, 8.1 rebounds. Five points to assist, two point nine steals, one point one blocks. Carried. Sky Pippen, man. Um, number three was Kevin Garnett in two thousand three. Uh, LeBron surprisingly only did this once in two thousand nine, and then most recently was Giannis in twenty seventeen. Now, Terrence, we are currently have a player in the NBA who is in the middle of doing this. Did you know this? No, happen to know. Okay, so there's a player. Do you know a young man named Jay Sean Tate? Who he played for? 
Exactly. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> Terrence. Now, you don't even know this guy's name, but he's currently leading his team in all five categories. He plays for the Houston Rockets. He's currently averaging 10.9 points, 5.4 rebounds, two assists, 1.1 steals, 0.6 blocks. Now, you might ask yourself, and everyone else may be asking, how is he leading his, his team with those? And those are impressive numbers. Well, part of the reason, Terrence, is you need to play a certain percentage of games to qualify to lead your team. You can't just play fucking five games, right? He's the only player who's played basically every game. Him and Sterling Brown are the only players who played most of the games because mm-hmm. there's been so many injuries and trades. So he is the only player who qualifies right now. Now, it's totally possible and even likely some other players will eventually catch up before the season ends, but it's also possible they won't. I don't know if the NBA is going to count this, but technically he's doing it. That's, I mean, <laughs> again, that's another... It's interesting. Yeah, but it's like another thing where you're the, the best player on the worst team. But this is even worse, Terrence. I mean, he's averaging 11 points, two assists. I mean, listen, what I'll say about Jay Sean Tate, this is first season. He's having actually a great year that no one's looking Wall at. John is still on that team, right? Well, yeah, but he's only played 32 games, so he doesn't qualify. That's the thing. And here, when do we get to the point here? We're nearing that point where teams like the Rockets are going to go, we're shutting John Wolf down for the rest of the season. There's no point of playing him. Season's over. So it, it's possible that Jay Sean Tate will lead his team in all five categories. I don't know if he'll, I don't know what the NBA qualifies specifically if they actually do qualify like 70% of the games, but it's possible, man. Okay. All right. Isn't that interesting? Shout man? out to uh, Jay Sean. That's his name. Jay Sean. J A E apostrophe S E A N. Shout out to Jay Sean. Um, I, I guess you're killing. What? <laughs> Listen, this, this is what I'll say. Know. This is what I'll say about this kid. He's only he's 25. He just turned 25 a few months ago. This is his first uh, season in the NBA, and that stat line might not seem that impressive, but it is actually pretty impressive. He's shooting the ball at 52. percent He's making at least a name for himself. You know, like this is the kind of guy who, you know, like will find himself on an NBA roster even after the season yeah. if you know, like he's playing well enough to earn that, which is pretty cool. Um, but it is funny just how few, like, yeah, like. PJ Tucker got traded, you know, John Wall's missed a ton of games, you know, like Victor Oladipo got traded and traded again, you know, like it's all over the place. So that's my stat. Pretty, cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, Terrence, Drew Holiday signed a, uh, a deal extension. with the Bucks. Yeah. Well, is it extension or extension? Yeah. So he signed a four year, $135 million contract, which with incentives could be up to 160 million over four years. What are your what are your thoughts, man? Um, here's the thing: they're looking for a solution in Milwaukee. They're they're looking for that that point guard solution. Um, I like it. I don't love it. I like it. Um, I don't you think, think they really had a that? better. I don't think they really had a better choice out there, though. That's the thing. I mean, Drew, Drew Holiday is a, is a great player, and as a defensive, he's his defense has gotten so much better in the last couple of years. It's not. You know, I mean, do you, you think he's not worth that money? I mean, he's 30. He's 30. Yeah, he's 30. He'll be 34. Point guards tend to last a little bit longer in the league. Yeah, um, they're not as banged up as bigs. Right, exactly. So it's not like a horrible thing or whatever. By the time the, um, he, what is it? Is it a three player, three with one player option? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, so I, I can't see it um, lasting the full term, you know, if, if they don't at least get to the finals within the next two years. 
Yeah. But, um, I mean, I, I'll give it to him. He's a consistent player. Like I said, there's not a lot of other better options out there, you know? So why not? Yeah, I don't. That makes it seem like he's like the only like I think Drew Holiday is a really good player. Right. His only real issue is his health. That's the problem is he's just been injured a lot in his career. But when he is healthy, he's a beast. You know, he he's mm-hmm. more than capable of being the second or third option on the Bucks. He's he's a good scorer. He knows how to like not a great three point shooter, though. He's shooting it well this season. But he's a great player. He's a great playmaker and his defense. He's made an all defensive team in the last two seasons or maybe not. Maybe it was 2018, 2019, maybe not last year, technically. Yeah. Um, but still, that's still really impressive. There's only 10 slots on that. So I think it's, I think, I think the Bucs are making a good decision because they could trade him if they really need him. I think Drew is making a great decision, especially when you consider his health and his age. It's probably smart to cash in on that money, bro. That's a guaranteed, what, like 100 million over the next yeah. three years? He I mean, that's a great move for him personally. Yeah. And think, shout outs for to Drew Holiday too, because he does a lot of uh philanthropy work with yeah, uh, his like salary Drew. and stuff like that. He's a good dude, you know, and he's it's unfortunate he's, he's had so many injuries, you know, because he's I think you'd have seen him make like multiple all-star teams had he not had so many injuries and oh, he'd been sure. more reliable, you know. Like he people are nervous about like signing him and stuff. I mean the Bucks weren't, but yeah, Terrence. So let's let's talk about the Nets as as one does on this show. Oh, it's getting scary. Not in a good way. Not the scary hours that they're saying. It's so the, scary hours. So let's let, let's go <laughs> right. Let's go over a few things. One, Kevin Durant. He's missed almost two months. Steve Nash said over the weekend he should be playing. High probability he premieres this week. My money's on tomorrow. I think it's the Pelicans. I think it's going to be a good game. The game's on ESPN, and I can only imagine it's on ESPN because they know they think he's coming back. Why the fuck else are you putting ESPN, putting the buck or putting the the Nets and the Pelicans on on the ESPN game? They normally schedule it in advance, though. The games that ESPN is going to get compared to TNT I'm, and NBA. Yeah, TV. but I don't. I think I don't remember this being on ESPN. I, remember, I I've looked through them. I don't. I mean, maybe I was wrong, but I feel like they know. I feel like they know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the good news on the Nets front in terms of health. The bad news is, yeah, like Harden had to leave a game early for his, because of his hamstring. He missed two games and then he played four minutes last night and then he it was tight again. He couldn't play. I don't know. Where are we at with Harden? Are we worried about this? There's the same injury that Katie has. Uh, Maybe not the exact same. They, I don't think they... They're both hamstring issues, I should say. They're both say, hamstring like issues. So, you know, and obviously soft tissue injuries are more of a cause for concern you know yeah, so for whatever reason it's just yeah it's not as simple as like a bone injury or something like they don't yeah i mean this is not what i want to see coming down this close to the end of the season i know man it's, i thought i'd like, we finally wrong. getting the team like all back in time to like the last third of the season yeah. the last 20 games like i mean i was even upset to see shamit go down and you know, I'm, yeah, I'm damn it, jam it to the fullest. <laughs> we talked but about that. I was, I was like, yeah, man, jam it. And then Tyler Johnson. I, I yeah. When we opened the hell. show, like I, I mentioned that, like that's two. listen, both sham and Tyler Johnson are both been pretty key members off the bench. So it is definitely a little worrying that they're both down at least for a bit. Tyler Johnson, like three weeks, they said, so he's oh, going to miss damn. the majority of the rest of the season. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's worries still winning have. games. It's, it, we're, we're winning games, but it's worrisome because it is worrisome. Playoff time is different. Playoff yeah. time is different. We need Everybody everyone ready it. and and gel together. 
Yeah, you listen, need this, to get those listen, reps in. The season ends in like the middle of May, right? We need everyone healthy at the latest by like as soon as we roll into May. That gives us at least two weeks of play time. Obviously, the bit like we need Harden, Kyrie, and and Kevin Durant like earlier than that. But if we get some of the, like if Tyler Johnson and them come back by May, it should be fine. You know, there's smaller pieces to the thing that it's not as important, but it is worrying, man. I think mm-hmm. Steve H said something about how our the Nets are just kind of starting to pile on injuries here. Yeah, Kai said it last night at the um, post game interview. It's like right. you know we got hit with the injury bug, you know, so it's it's gonna be a little bit tougher for us to kind of like hold this up down the end, you know, and and there are teams looking at the Nets and like, oh yeah, they, weakness. They, they, yeah, they're hurting right now. Yeah, they're hurting. You know. We're not lo- we're not really we're still playing fantastic though. We're more, we're still winning games, I should say. I'm not playing. Fa- we're we're definitely edging some of these wins out. It's and, gut. Listen, it's, it's gut check. Props games. to pops to Kyrie since Harden has left and the last four games where he's either not played or barely played. Kyrie stepped up not just in scoring, his passing. He's Absolutely. he's stepped up like he needs to, which is good because Kyrie tends to be the kind of guy who is more about scoring. Like he's he is a two guard regardless of what he they say. Um, but it's good that he's at least doing both, you know, because he's, he, you know, he can do that. He's a good, he's a good passer. He just Kai is showing shoot. what a lot of people said he wasn't doing in Boston, where a lot of people were like, oh, we wanted him to come here and be the leader and kind of help us and things like that. I'm seeing him doing, do that, you know, even if it's a small sample with James and KD being out or whatever, I'm watching him because I love watching players, body reactions and stuff like that after they right. go to a timeout and stuff like that. I'm watching him stay on the court and like talk to guys and it's like, look, you were supposed to be there. Yes. Last night there was a play where he got doubled and um, they had to call a timeout. And as the timeout was coming, Kai stayed there right at half court and was talking to TLC and Joe Harrison was like, I needed you to come up in order for me to get out of this double team. I needed you to come up, not to set the screen, because you're just going to bring another man, but come up. So I, at least to the free throw line so that I had a pass and holding someone guys, to give holding it guys to. accountable. Right. Exactly. And this is what we didn't see in Boston. And everyone was like, Oh, like he doesn't know how to lead a team and things like that or whatever. He has the potential to do this. We're seeing him. I think he's probably like, learned from like Harden yeah, and Durant. And absolutely. Done that. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, even when he's on the bench, I'm watching him talk to guys or whatever. I always find it interesting that Katie and Kyrie sit next to each other and Harden sits in front of them. You yeah, never thought I of, think there's a reason. I think there's a reason for that. Yeah. Yeah. I might be overthinking it. Then. Well, no, I think there's a reason. That's why they're all next to each other. Because otherwise, if because they have to be spaced apart, if they, if they set one next to the other, then the person in the middle will be the person talking to both of them. But if you're hard on the one side of Durant and Kyrie's on the other side, then they can't really talk. If one's in front of them, they're a little closer. Okay. They can just yeah. kind of, it's kind of like on the, you know, on, on the school bus, you look behind yeah, you, yeah, talk yeah. to the person that's behind you. you. That's what you mean. I like, that's yeah. what I think. I mean, maybe it's all bullshit, but right. But here, but here's an example. Like, so in the last four games that, you know, Kyrie essentially played without Harden, averaging 27.5 points, 10.5 assists, 5.3 rebounds. Those That's assist what we need numbers are what really exactly. make me happy. Exactly. Those, those assist numbers for Kyrie Irving to be in double digit assists. Those are what saying. really make me happy. And that's what I'm saying. Like he knows, well, okay, Harden's down. KD's not here. You know, we used Chios in the last couple of games to get, but like really the playmaking needs to go through Kyrie now. Like you have to step up and, and that's what he's doing. And that's what I love. I love seeing it. 
So props to him. Um, but yeah, so one thing I mentioned last week, Terrence, I don't know if you remember, is do you remember what I said the Nets need if guys like Harden or Kyrie are down? Do you remember what I said? No, I don't. If Kyrie or Harden goes down, you said, who do we need? Uh, wait, I, I said, Jeff Green and I'm sorry, James, Jeff Green and Joe Harris need to step up. They're the vets. They're the guys who are like Joe Harris is is the leading scorer outside the big three. I think Jeff Green's like right behind him, which makes sense. And so Jeff Green also makes sense. Right. And Jeff Green's also more of a vet man. He knows what he's doing. I said they need to step up. They were not playing well enough and hard in time to play for 42 minutes. Well, Terrence, it looks like they might be listeners to the show because in the last four games, Jeff Green's averaging 17.8 points, 3.8 rebounds and 1.3 assists. Not to mention the last three games, he's averaging 22 points a game. Okay. Nice. Three straight games, 20 points of more for Jeff Green. He's been okay. balling. Yeah, because, but he needs to do that. You don't need to do this when all three are on the court, when, when you have Durant and all of them. Like, there's nothing wrong if you want to let them take care of it a little bit. But mm-hmm. when they're not playing or when two of them aren't in the game at all, you need to step up. That, that's your job. Joe Harris apparently is listening too. He's averaging 16 points, six boards, and two and a half assists in the last four games, including a 28-point game the night I said that. So they're obviously listeners to the show. So guys, listen right in. Feel free. You can email us at needisaymorepod at gmail.com. Let us know you're listening. Obviously, you are. It's fine. Jeff Green has been balling, and uh, he's one of my favorite players to watch on this team, actually. You, you want to know, know why? I know we got the big three, but I, I like watching Jeff Green. Do you want to know why I like watching him and why he's impressive? It's, it's because he it's when he's aggressive. People don't oh, yeah. expect it from him because he's... Yeah, two dunks a game right now. Right. And, and that's the thing. Jeff Green is like, they're what, 34? Like, no one is like thinking about Jeff Green in the scouting report. You're like, oh, Kyrie and Harden and Durant and Joe Harris and all these guys. No one expects Jeff Green, but what he does, he just takes it to the rim, you know, or he'll find himself open and they'll give it to him for a three. You know, like that's what he, like he's, he's kind of like Kyle Anderson. You know, people say Kyle Anderson, like he goes slower, slow mo. Yeah. But he's almost like, like that in a way where he's like, People don't expect him to do the things, but he's doing it. People don't expect him to, to set to do a pick and roll, but he does. So, it's Jeff Green, that, that's what I'm happy about. And you know what I want to talk about is this dude, Alzi Johnson. You know oh, this no, 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 no. You got you to gotta say that right, bro. You, you got to say that right. You, well, I'm sorry. It is say Alizé. Alizé. Alizé Johnson. That's one of those things where, like, he decided that's how it was pronounced. Like that's not what his mom probably it's, said. It's quite possible. He was it's like, he was like, you know, what sounds cooler, Alize. <laughs> you know, Alize Johnson. Yo, that I'm does not look lo- like Alize. It, it doesn't. It doesn't look like Alize. <laughs> but I heard them last night. Uh, Ian, you know, the bird yeah, who's always just kind of like going through it, and you and know, he, he always knows. knows how to say it. He, yeah, he, you know, he knows. If so he says like, it's right. When I heard Ian Eagle say Alize Johnson, I was like, oh, Alize. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell is that? <laughs> Um, I was like, nah, this kid is this kid is energetic though. So the thing about this kid, right, is when we when we signed him, the first he only played one game last month. He signed a 10, 10 day contract and he played mm-hmm. the jazz game, right? We got blown up by 30. None of the big three played. We were got like, a good look at him. Yeah, but at that game, like we were only really talking about it. And I meant to bring it up last week because that game, he played 33 minutes. Bro, he went eleven of fifteen for a career high twenty-three points, fifteen boards, and three assists. Absolutely. That's an impressive little stat line, even Absolutely. in a blowout. Even so in a impressive. blowout. But listen, it's like you said, energy, man. When he listen, he played four minutes in the Charlotte game because we blew them out. In four minutes, he had two points and five rebounds. 
Like, I don't care if it's garbage, man. To pull five rebounds in four minutes is super impressive. Oh, no, he's a hustler. Yeah, he's a, he's, he's a like hustler. He's like energy. Exactly. He's, he's a hustler. Claxton is a hustler. Bruce Brown is a hustler. Mm-hmm. Blake is a hustler. These You got some good players on your team that just don't care. They're going to get dirty. And everybody knows you need those players in order to win. You 100%. need those players that are going to die for every loose ball. Don't care about picking up four fouls in a quarter. They, they, they're there to get grimy and dirty, piss people off, get under their skin. Like, yeah. I love it. I love it. I love bro, a Marcus Smart. I love you, a Tony Allen. Okay. I love it. Absolutely. Bro, you can make it in the NBA if you have a little bit of skill and a hustle. Like, yeah, that 100%. makes up for a lot. Like, if you're going for rebounds, if you're diving for these balls, if you're like even Alizé Johnson last night, like was Alizé. Alizé. That's a, that is a good name. I'll give him props. If you just got to keep saying it, right? Probably, like, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, he came up with that on his own. I, I guarantee his mom was like, that's not what we meant to call him, but that's what he decided. So, But here's the thing, though. When you say it, you have to almost say both names. You can't Alize just say Alize. Johnson. You it's got like, it right. Exactly. You have names to like that, right? Yeah, like you got to say both. You can't just <laughs> you say You got to like, say Alize Johnson. Just saying Alize doesn't do it. No, no, no. Alize Johnson. It's a good name. It's like um, Marcellus Wallace, Pulp Fiction. Just sounds yeah, yeah. good. Just sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> um. But this kid, man, like he's he's barely playing any minutes. <clears throat> Excuse me, he barely playing any minutes. Um, but when he's playing, like he's giving us what we need. And he listen, he might not even exist when the postseason comes. If we sign him, he's only on a second ten day contract. But if we do sign him, guess what? Blake is injured in the playoffs, or, or he needs to sit. Guess who's going to be playing? Alize and, Johnson. Alize Johnson. And we you know what it is. It's like you said, man, that energy, dude. It is good that we have like Bruce Brown, Clax, and these guys, because that's what we need. We need them diving and going after every rebound and like just bringing that energy, man. Because it's not that like Why the is big Blake three, out again? they're just not playing in back to backs just to make sure. Oh, okay. Which is fine. Right, right. right, cool. Um, but um, but you need those guys because listen, not like the big three aren't hustling, but they have a lot on their plates. So if you guys can bring that extra energy, that's like that's what the role players do, right? Like you got to bring that extra energy to help them because they're the accepting of the role. Yes, because dude, they're listen. The big three are focusing on scoring thirty a night as well as passing and defending the best players in the team, playing forty minutes a night. You guys got to focus on bringing that energy and helping out and knocking down shots when they pass them to you. Also, yeah. Alize Johnson has a per of 37, which is like would be an NBA record if he finished the season that way. Nice. Player efficiency rating for those. Yes. Player efficiency rating. It's more or less is, is listen, it's, what we're talking about isn't math, but it's a way to put everyone's stats essentially in one number that can define how well they are, though it is more offensive leaning. So, yep. Uh, anyway. Um, Terrence, let's talk about Michael Rappaport and uh, Kevin Durant and the fiasco that happened last week. Yeah, that's a so, that's I, a weird one. Do you want to you, know, you want to give a recap to the to everyone just in case people are listening don't know? I mean, um, there's there's multiple sides of this, you know, but the truth, which I feel like I believe, I, I can't even say it's the truth, but Michael Rappaport's side of this was basically, hey, like. I don't have a real relationship with KD, you know, um, right. I do this kind of shame game thing where, you know, people that DM me, I kind of post their stuff. I, I put it out there or whatever. So people can shame them or whatever. Right. Um, 
And he basically was just like, look, I didn't expect this to explode. And what he's saying what, by this is well, there were explain some what happened, though, specifically yeah. before we get into that. Like, what, certain, what is we're talking about? There were some exchanges in the DM where Katie and Michael Rapport were going back and forth. Uh, Michael Rapport was saying something like, uh, go help the kids in Brownsville, help the, the people that need your help. Um, Katie was saying some stuff. He was like, you know, he was like, your pussy. He was like, I'll spit on your face. And, you know, like these are right. things that are shown in the screenshots. In the DMs that the we DM. saw, yeah. Right, exactly. You know, so these are things that he did say to the guy, right? Um, I think he said something about his wife. I don't know exactly. Uh, I think he says his wife doesn't that. respect. Like KD said, like, even your wife doesn't respect you because there was a lawsuit between Pat Rappaport and Dave Portnoy from Barstool. And yeah, like, it's, it's just, it's just a lot. It's a lot, you know? Yeah. And yeah, part of the problem is we only saw um, Mike Mike Rappaport's his he posted DMs. That's all we saw. We right. never he almost none of his texts seem to appear. So we don't know what he said. Kevin Durant didn't put out what he said, but there's probably some stuff in there. Maybe he said that wasn't cool. We don't really know, but he didn't post much of what he said. Just what Kevin Durant said. Yeah, but here's the thing, right? And this kind of goes back to the Charles Barkley. I am not a role model. Right. Type right. Thing, it does. Right. Yeah. You, 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 you see where I'm going with this, right? Yeah. We hold these guys to too much high of a standard so that when they're actually doing something that is human, because having a reaction to something is human. Yeah, right? you can't have reactions in, in this world anymore, Terrence. Having a reaction to something is human. So now that we are able, because this exchange could have stayed private and nobody would have known, you know. Which is anything. why I, I which is why I, I like Mike Rappaport as an actor and, and, and he's kind of a funny guy. Atypical is a dope show on Netflix. Atypical is a great show. Yeah, I haven't actually seen like the second season, but, really but I like him. And he, he, you know, he's like kind of controversial. Like he says dumb things, but this whole thing bothered me because we, we, me and you were talking about the, um, what show was it? Um, uh, the, the one clip with from, Shannon and, um, yeah, Skip, Skip. and I don't know what the, is that the name of the yeah. show, Shannon and Skip? No, anyway. um, Undisputed. Undisputed. That's what it is. Thank you. Undisputed. They had him on and he was like, oh, I didn't know it was going to turn into this, blah, blah. It's like, and, and Shannon got his reaction, the whole video. He was just annoyed until the very end <laughs> when he finally spoke. Really good. But he said exactly what I was thinking. I was like, dude, you are a an actor who's been in the public eye for 30 years. Kevin Durant is one of the biggest celebrities and, and sports figures in the world. And you thought you posting this wouldn't lead to anything? Like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, that whole thing pissed me off. It's like, you knew exactly what you were doing. Like, you can't post a private DMs from any celebrity. And if, it's, if they're saying crazy stuff, it's not like he was like, hey, what's up, bro? And you posted it. If he's saying like these kind of things, of course it was going to blow up. You know, and then the whole thing kind of bothered me. Like, Listen, Mike Rappaport and Kevin Durant worked together before. You know they the have they they, yeah, they, yeah, they have worked, said that. Yeah, and and there's I saw the, like one of the videos of like them just messing around. Like you know him in some capacity, even if you're not like boys, you do know him in some capacity. Mm -hmm. Come on, you gotta. It's just disrespectful to post those. Like, what were you afraid he's really gonna beat you up? Like you think Kevin Durant's really gonna knock you around? Like where on, where and. I think Michael Rappaport was looking for an escape where he was like, oh. Where it crossed the line was get, when, like, he, when he mentioned my wife or whatever. Yeah. Right. I, so I I'm, think, and maybe he did, but at the same time, like, 
I just think like my rapport is looking for just people to click on his stuff, man. That's what people do in this world. The more people that like more controversial you can become, the more people click on your view and your, your, whatever your yeah. videos, your posts, whatever it is. I think that's all he was trying to do was get clout. And I hate to say that where I don't like using that, but like, that's what this comes off to me. Like, Hey, look at this crazy shit. Kevin Durant's doing. Oh, I didn't know it was going to blow up. Yeah. Who'd have thought you post, who'd have thought you posting DMS from one of the biggest celebrities on the planet would go viral nuts. No, First of all, I think it's bullshit with um Michael Rappaport, right? I think he was looking for an escape by saying the whole thing with his wife for to make it look like, oh, this is why I did this. Oh, Kevin Durant the is the bad guy. Right. You know, this is why I put it out there or whatever. I, you know, and then he's saying like, oh, I, I didn't expect it to go this far. Like you were saying, no, this is Kevin Durant we're talking about. Yeah, like the if guy I posted, was, the like, being a troll. If like Nicki Minaj, like it was in my DM saying crazy shit. If I posted that, you think that wouldn't get headway? Much less someone like Rappaport. First who of all, actually you has... better post it. Well, I'm just saying, like, let's say <laughs> someone like that, or any just Lady Gaga, or or any even Kevin Durant, anybody. If they randomly were in my DMs, like giving me shit. If I post that, I have like no following. If I post that, you don't think that would go viral? Much less Rappaport, who has like follow following. It's just. I just disagree with that with everything he did. Yeah. And yeah. also, I think he came out looking worse. Like, I think most people are like, Kevin Durant maybe said some kind of crazy shit, but like, you're a douche for doing this. No, I mean, it's, I'm pretty sure on the back end, like, Rappaport is probably suffering a little bit more than Katie. First of all, the NBA finding him. Yeah, makes sense. Explain, explain. No, no, no. No, it doesn't. Explain doesn't to me sense. why they find him. Because he was using like derogatory. Yeah. Well, yeah, they find, yeah, that's how it works. They find, if anyone does say, listen, you have to maintain an image on any company. It's not just the NBA, any company. And so in the NBA, yeah, if you're doing like stuff like that, if you're, the image is like you. Being, I didn't like it. it. He didn't hurt nobody. He didn't hurt well, anybody. You don't know he didn't hurt anybody. What if someone saw that, like someone who. Like, it you was know, between him and Michael Rappaport. Yeah, but it's not a simple, but it's, it's, it's Kevin Durant saying stuff that could be perceived as. I don't know about misogynistic personally, but I think the gay thing I can understand because he was saying like calling him like a cum guzzling whatever. I can't remember the specifics, but like I can understand if you're gay looking at that and being like, well, this, uh, you know, I don't want to support him anymore. Like maybe that did offend you, you know, the NBA, like listen, I, the I NBA like and, the and NBA most, most companies out there, you can't, like I said, even regular companies like you, some stock market or whatever it is. If you work in those companies and you post them on Twitter, they can still, reprimand you for that because you're representing the company you know and obviously most companies don't find people because they just fire you but obviously not gonna fire you in the nba but i mean whatever 50 grand to kd he doesn't give a shit about that bro dudes he's making millions every year he gives a shit about 50k yeah i mean yeah i the 50k was nothing to him obviously yeah. it was more so just like i mean you only find out because this guy decided to be a dickhead and put it out well yeah but that he, and and what are they gonna dickhead. do they're gonna find michael Rappaport. You know, like I mean, Kevin Durant said, listen, Ke like Kevin Durant didn't put that stuff out there, but he did it and it got leaked. So they I, I don't know if they just go, well, no big deal, because then anyone. What if someone else leaks something and it's really horrible? And, it, you know, like it's he shouldn't be saying that kind of stuff to people is what they're basically saying, because he's representing the NBA and the Nets and all that. And like I said, most people Completely are on Durant's side. Completely get it. I still don't like it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so, Terrence, really quick, I want to talk about. um so the, the 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 seeding, right? So right now the Nets have the number one seed in the East by half a game. We've been going back and forth with the Sixers a little bit, which is pretty impressive again, considering the injuries and with no KD. So whatever. But Terrence, the one seed is actually really important this year. 
I mean, it's always important, but this year I feel like it's especially important in the East because this is, think about this, right? Let's say, let's say the Sixers win the one seed. We're two, Bucks are three. Now, presumably the one, two, and three are going to get past the first round, right? So we assume they get past the first round. That would mean that whoever is in the two and three would play in the second round. So let's say it's us and the Bucks. We play the Bucks second round and then potentially the Sixers in the conference finals. Whereas if we have the one seed, we only have to play number eight and then whoever wins four and five. So they have much different road depending on the one seed or if we have two or three. I kind of want to like, and I, I think I've said this before on the show. I really want to see a Knicks versus Nets series. I mean, listen, who knows what right now, I really right now, if it's, if the season ended today, we would, cause we're one and they're eight, but dude, it's, it's so all over the place with those seeds, man. Who the hell knows? Literally the Hawks are the fourth seed right now. I think like two days ago, they were the ninth. It's just, they're all so scrunched up in the middle. There's a game and a half between the fourth and the eighth seed right now. And two and a half games between them and the ninth. It's just, Listen, I would love to see that, but are you not? Do, do we not want the one seed? Do we not want to have an easier road to the the finals? I can't say that's necessarily easier though. I think obviously you don't think we'll it'd be fall easier between one and two. I think we'll fall between one and two for sure. But you so you, you think you think so? Listen, the top. Let's one, say though. we play the Knicks the first round Sweet. and Charlotte the second round, and then Sweet. the Sixers in the conference finals. You think that's the same as we play the Knicks in the first round? Sweep the Bucks in the second, and then the Sixers in the conference finals. You think that's the same? Or two. Mm. I mean, us playing the Bucks and the Sixers is harder than us playing one of those teams and one of the other teams. I mean, you you don't. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I I agree with it. I just, yeah, you're right. No, the path the path is a bit better. It's because in the one season, but also remember that's the play in as well for what uh, seven and eight, right? Seven and eight, yeah. But that's what. But what I'm saying is. If you're the one seed right now, like th- this season, there's in the East, the numbers one through and one, two, and three seeds are fairly close. Then there's a massive gap from four between four and three, but then four through like 11 are really close. So, what that means is four through 11 are all kind of like good, but not great teams. So, it doesn't, not that they wouldn't, they're generic, but like any of those teams would be this, a somewhat similar challenge because they're all going to be good teams. So it's not really that important to those teams. I mean, it is, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not as important as the Bucks or the Sixers. You know, like there's clear separation between those teams. So it is, if we finish in the second seed, it means we have to play one of them in the second round. And then one of them, presumably in the, in the conference finals, if we win, you know, like that's a hard road, man. Yeah. I mean, because you imagine us taking on, like I said, the Knicks first round, which would be a good challenge, to be fair. They're, they've, they're a good team. Sweet, but, but it'll be a fun, it'll be a fun thing, sweep. Okay, it'll so it's really Knicks push and then them. Bucks, Sixers, and then like Clippers. I mean, that's a, that's a tough fight. I mean, you know, we have to do what we have to do, but you want it easier on these guys. You know, I'd rather take on an, an easier team, at least early. At least early, yeah, of course. I don't want to be Because then you, the you, can, you can rest your players. During you know, let's say we get a blowout for two games, you know, then you got two no, games. Nets don't blow any teams out, so no. Yeah, I mean, hopefully with everybody back, we're talking different. So, Terrence, right now the Lakers are in the fifth in the West, and they are only two and a half games outside the seventh seed, which is the plan. I mean, what? I mean, are we? Are you like not? Are you worried? I should say, but what do you think's happening with the Lakers? Are they going to be able to hold off and not have to play in? Because that, let's say they do have to play in. That means they're if, if they're in the seventh or eighth seed, they got to go against one of the 
first or second uh, seed in the first round. That's not what you want if you're the Lakers, regardless of your health. No, and what I... You guys in Utah in the first round? <laughs> you don't want to do oh, that. God. If you're the Lakers? Donovan Mitchell will be looking at his chops. I mean, that that is... People talking about, like, can LeBron lose not in the finals? Bro, if they fall down a few seeds, like, that could happen early. LeBron not in the finals. I mean, what do you think happens if the Lakers you slide to like sixth, seventh, or eighth seed? I mean, do you think that's like a big problem, or you think I'm they're just, just going to get past it? I'm just trying to absorb the thought of LeBron James not being in the NBA Finals. When's the it's, last it's, time this happened? Well, he did in 2018. Remember, the Lakers missed it because he that was when he got injured for like 20 games. It still felt like he was there. <laughs> it still felt, <laughs> he it wasn't. Still, <laughs> it still but, felt like he was there. Listen, outside of that, the last time he didn't make like the finals, LeBron in the finals for ten years. It's well, you have because the last time he wasn't in the finals was in 2010. 2010, he didn't make the finals, and then he made it every year with the exception of 2018. So it's just, that's why to me it's just it's boring. Like I did, I'm so sick of watching LeBron in the final. I, just, I want him to get knocked out in like the first second round. Just so I can go, okay, cool. Like sorry, I, I love LeBron. I do want to see. I do want to see another um, because remember we didn't really get to see KD versus LeBron in the finals. Um, we did twice. KD got That's hurt. About it. No, but we he well what? No, but remember Ke- Kevin Durant and OKC faced off against LeBron James in the Big Three in like 2011, wasn't it? Yeah, they got swept, but that was a different. Well, five games they get swept. Yeah, that was a, that was a different version. But of obviously KD and James Harden. But KD and the Warriors beat the Cavs in five games and then they swept them in back-to-back years. Yeah. So yeah. they have played. I just, I just, they, they played, but it, it just seemed like it wasn't, I don't know, because then Didn't I'm, live up at, to I, I'm yeah. Cause I'm looking at more. So like that series was Steph versus LeBron. Yeah, it's interesting. Most people I didn't really look disagree. at that as a as a as a KD versus LeBron. KD was two finals MVPs, man. He was two finals MVP. Yeah. And remember, he joined a team that was already 73 and nine the previous season. Yeah, that's true. I didn't really look at that as a KD is going up against. Yeah, LeBron you know what it was? It was LeBron's It was because the, the Warriors were so loaded that it was. Yeah, it, it was wasn't a dominant team. I mean, but are we not that way right now? Are we, I mean, we're not as loaded as well. We, we are, are pretty loaded. We but are, but at the same time, if you year. ask anybody, if you ask anybody whose team it is, they're gonna say KD. Well, yeah, I mean, Durant isn't it crazy? Even that, though, right? even though he hasn't, he's still he's he he hasn't played. What's hasn't crazy? Played. Is James Harden, who came over in the trade, has played more games than net and than they, Kevin and, Durant. And, and if you crazy? ask anyone, they will still say it's KD's team. Yeah, they. I mean, they probably. I, 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 Kevin, it's always Kevin Durant's team. Like pretty much any team, even when he was the Warriors, Except, it was no, no. A lot of people, no, I can't I've, say that. I've talked I to people. Say that. Listen, I've talked to people about this, and most people disagree with what you're saying. I'm not necessarily saying I do, but a lot of people, I've always said it was Steph and KD, but most people are like no, it was more Durant, like Steph, this and that. And I, I disagree for the most part, but I don't know. It's hard to say it wasn't partially Kevin Durant's team. Like he's Kevin Durant. Yeah, I mean, obviously partially, but I feel like the name. And the main person on that team, if I'm looking at whose team this is, this is Steph's team. If anything, I'm gonna say this is Steph's and Clay's team. Yeah, but I, I don't know, man. I feel like Al, Steph the, is always in that conversation. Yeah, he you, is. Even, he is. If, but but I, how can you not say that about the Nets right now? I mean, I right can say now, this is Kate. I can say this is KD's team. I think Maybe right KD now, it's, and Kyrie. I think right now, it's Harden's team. That's why he's like he's like third. Obviously, in MVP yes. Voting right without now, him, like in terms of without, the odds, without I think his playing, team. Yes. 
Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If all three were playing, I have no idea what we'd be saying. Who the hell knows? But I think the way it's been most of the season is it was Kate James early, Harden. and then it was Harden since basically January. Yeah, James I mean, dude, Harden. He right now, the Vegas odds have him third in MVP voting right now. I mean, that doesn't no one, sound right. The Brooklyn no Nets, one thought Harden team. was... I mean, it has been. Has it not? Has he not been the you're biggest right force on that You're right what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, the. Sounds weird. I think the majority of people would just be like, no, nah, that doesn't really sound right. Even I mean, though he's putting up triple doubles, he's an MVP uh, uh, race. Hmm. Yeah, he, he's, you know, freaking averaging double digits assists. Like, he's doing, the dude is killing. Yeah, he is. He'll still say, and, and that's kind of fucked up, actually, when you think about it, right? What? It's kind of fucked up the guy's doing all this work, and, and, like, the majority of people will still say it like it's Katie's team. Yeah, but see, I don't know if that's necessarily true. I think because Kevin Durant's really only played, like, what, 18 games, a lot of people aren't really, th- it's, it's kind of, like, it's it's he doesn't it's almost like Greg Oden like he's not a bust because he just never played it's kind of like Kevin Durant's like it's not that it's not his team because he's not good enough he's just not playing just like he play. hasn't he we've played for fifty games I think at this point fifty one games he's only played like eighteen of them he's not even half you know so it's like it's more hard in his team to me than anybody and I think it's only because Kevin Durant's sitting if Kevin Durant was playing we might be saying yeah, it's all of Different their teams story. or we might be saying it's Kevin Durant I don't know anywho. Um, let's wrap the show up with our, uh, do you have your uh, picks from last week and then we'll do picks this week? No, no nuts tonight. Oh man. Tomorrow is tomorrow. The night turns that Kevin Durant makes his triumphant return. I can see it. I think, I think tomorrow, I mean, if it's not tomorrow, it's obviously gonna be Friday. Well, presumably, but I I think it's tomorrow, man. There's no information on any of these these players right now, but yeah, sham it, man. What happened? Didn't did he only play how many games did he play when he came? He only played two games upon coming back and he played well, man. Yeah, he did good. That first game he knocked down like 61% points. of his threes in those two games. Like he was actually like really came. And we we actually really need him, like those three point shots, because right now our bench is kind of not really giving us those three pointers. Yeah. The TLC fell off a cliff with his shooting. Also, quick side note before we go on, we need to get Aldridge more touches. I feel like the first game he was well, and then the second two games, I feel like he's not really. Well, they're figuring out how to play with a post player like him, you know, like that's yeah, a, used to it. Yeah, they got it. They got to get used to that. They're figuring out how to play with a guy like him, you know, and if you look at it, Nash and D'Antoni have never really had a guy like that, that they had to <laughs> develop schemes for. They always was a running gun. So even when you had Stoudemire, Stoudemire was a guy that was he's running know, coming, with him. Yeah, he's coming downhill from the top of the key. You know, you either got alley or you got something like that. So I'm pretty sure they're looking oh, at some you know what? plays. Sorry, run. you know we should. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off like that. But what we should talk about before we do our picks, actually, briefly, what is the state of our bigs? We have a glut, a logjam of bigs that we first we had no bigs. Now we have, right now we have Claxton, DeAndre Jordan, Blake Griffin, and Lamarcus Aldridge competing for minutes. Now in the last three games, DeAndre Sad. Jordan has been a healthy, did not play. I don't like that. Yeah, but I don't who, like it. But who do you sit? One of them has to sit. Otherwise, you're going to get like 10, 11 minutes a game. Who who would you rather sit over DeAndre Jordan? You I think Blake over DJ. Kind of. I mean, he's more of a floor spacer. He's a, I don't want to say a better passer. He's a bit of a better passer. I mean, DJ is a better passer than people think, but I would listen. Blake I is love to give you two threes a game. I would not give up. I think Alder should be our starting center, like just straight up. Like I, I think agree, 100%. A, a lineup of like Harden, Kyrie at the, in the backcourt, the forwards of, Joe Harris, KD, and then Aldridge is all you need to worry about from your starting lineup. But then I do not want to give up Claxton. I mean, the energy and the things that guy is doing is 
he's legitimately a 10 years ago DeAndre Jordan. I think Claxon just has to be ready to go. I think I think he's, he's the one that gets well, to man. sit. And I can see in um you'd rather hit the game, DeAndre Jordan over Claxton. Like you think that's I, I, his, it, because you gotta go with experience too when it comes to We have enough experience time. though. Like I, when it listen, comes when down to the, playoff the time, you gotta go with experience over. But I, I disagree know? in this case. I think we have more than enough experience than a Clax. Like we'll see. I, I think Claxton is like he's playing so well. He's, he's hustling. He's doing everything DeAndre Jordan used to do. DeAndre Jordan doesn't do that shit anymore, bro. He, he doesn't, doesn't have hustle. the size though. He's still, you know, he's, he's a little slimmer, lighter. But, yeah, he's a little. Yeah, people said that about Kevin Durant. He won an MVP. So come on. You know, All I'm but saying he also is, is not playing in the paint. Well, he does a little bit. Not obviously like Claxton would, but he's not playing in a goddamn paint. Can he post some guys up a little bit, man? He'll back them down and just get right in there or do some fadeaways. He's not. He's not playing like Aldridge paint. No. No, he doesn't like that anymore. Um, but what I'm saying is, of the four of them, DJ is unfortunately the odd man out, and Nash seems yep. to agree for now. Like, he just doesn't give the energy anymore, man. Like, he actually like he's like 42, he's 32. I don't know why he's acting like he's so old, but his energy just isn't there. Claxton's easily outplaying him in energy. Alders and Blake space the floor better and are, I don't want to say better rebounders, but they're more, they have more energy for rebounding yeah, than I, DJ. I, I definitely say they're better rebounders, which is shocking. I mean, they're right? not actually better rebounders than DeAndre Jordan, but DeAndre Jordan just doesn't seem to like, he's not it's trying. The effort. I think, yeah, I think literally effort. that's it is. That, I think literally if you're looking at all these players and you're saying, you know what, everybody is doing well, everybody can do well, but who's going to give me effort night in, night out? Right. I think effort's the perfect word. Like, yeah. I think DeAndre Jordan just doesn't have that right now. And I don't know if he's frustrated about something or he's just gotten older or what it is, but he does not bring the energy that I think we need. And I think the other three guys do. Like Aldridge, especially on the rebounding end, like he goes for them, man. That's why he gets rebounds because he's like hustling for them. And yeah, and, and look, when you need he's to go 30 small, fucking five, we'd be 36 in July. When you need to go small, you could play Blake at uh, at center. So- that, that was out of what they said when they first got him. They wanted him to be a kind of the small ball center, and that's that's fine. I mean, Aldridge could, I don't know. Anyway, um, we'll see how that plays out. I am curious about that because we have a weird kind of log jam at, at yeah. bigs all of a sudden, and before we had no centers. So, yeah, do you have the picks from last week? All right. So, last week we um didn't have a lot of games going on. Do we do Tuesday? We did Tuesday, right? Yeah, yeah, we did Tuesday. It was only about four, four games. So, we did. So, Hornets beat the Wizards. Hornets beat the Wizards. Uh, you took that one, sir, with the Hornets. I took the you, Wizards. Oh, that's right. You've been against them. Yeah, I did. your boys. I did. I did. Nuggets, um, Sixers. Happy, I'm sure so. I bet Nuggets. Uh, you took the Sixers in that Damn. one, sir. I took the, the Nuggets on that one. Oh, by the way, Terrence, I did. I don't know if you listened to last week's episode. Did a bit of research. So you you lied, Terrence. You lied about your uh, pick. You said that you reserved the right to switch. I think the Blazers Nets game, and you did not say that on the podcast. I went back and listened. So, which one did I reserve the right to switch on? You didn't. You can go back and listen to the episode because I did. I had to go back and I listened. So I have to say I reserved the white right to switch in order to use it. Well, otherwise, well, well, how would I? How would anyone know? You can't just go. Well, whatever team wins, I ch- I, I reserve the. Right. You can't just do that. <laughs> you have to say it. Otherwise, how would anyone know? What kind, of, what kind of shit is that? All right. So it was never. So you're saying I just never said it. Yeah. When we talked about the Nets Blazers, you we both chose Blazers, and you never said anything after that. You didn't say, "Oh, well, maybe it was just like a well, I choose Blazers," and I said, "Yeah, me too." 
You should okay. listen to right. listen to last week's episode because I, I go, did. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go back on it. I'll go back I, I on it. it. Um, <laughs> I didn't say it. Well, yeah. If you don't say it, Terrence, how do we know? I think we both got this next one wrong. Magic versus Clippers. The Magic won. <laughs> magic pulled out. The Magic who traded away their whole team. This is why the Clippers making the finals. My prediction is feeling worse every day because the Clippers win six games in a row and then they lose to the Magic who have like mostly G League players. I don't even know who half of them are anymore. Who the hell is on the Magic? Turn uh, someone named C. Okiki, K. Birch, O-Kiki. Dwayne Bacon, Bacon, James Ennis. I mean, uh, Chasen Randall. I don't know, man. <laughs> Terrence Ross, who's the captain now. I am the captain Terrence now. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hilarious. So do we do we both choose magic? Yeah, we uh we both went with the Clippers on that one. Oh. And I think I think I got this one right. So the Suns beat the Hawks. Yeah, we both took the Hawks on that. Did we? Yeah, we both took the Hawks. Yeah. Why did we choose the Hawks over the Suns? We both took I'm sorry, I'm sorry, we both took the Suns. I'm literally oh, looking right like, at what? it. Like, no, no, no. I'm literally looking right at it. <laughs> like I was tight, ty- I was typing. Yeah, I was typing both. At the same time, I say I was like, "Why would we both yeah. shoot like one of us?" Well, we both took the Suns, so okay, you so. you took the uh the Hornets Wizards game. You got a point for that. I got a point for the Nugget the the Nuggets game. Uh, we both didn't get a point for the Clippers, and we both got a point for the uh Suns. So, so what's that tally up to? You got one for you, three to one two. For me, um, both at that one, so two to two. Oh, we tied? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, tonight we have too. more games. I think it's going to be an interesting one. Are you ready? Yeah. Bulls at Pacers. That's. Harris is back. He is. He's Karras playing is well, too. Um, that Bulls team is looking nice with uh, Levine and Vucevic, though. Yeah, they, they, they beat us, they which beat surprised. Us. I, don't, I don't know what happened there. I mean, we didn't play with Harden, but still, it was weird. Um, I'm going to go with. Hold on, let me look at the Pacers. Are Malcolm Brogdon and Sabonis playing? Because they didn't play last game. Sabonis is questionable, and Brogdon is also questionable for tonight. Hmm. That's the problem. Without both of them and just Levert, it's a little different. Miles Turner's uh, not a you know scrub. My, no, but he's Miles Turner has not done anything since his second year that's changed so he's a great shot blocker and interior defender but not a whole lot else uh, i'm gonna go with what do you I'm go with you go first on that one. I'm bulls? On that one. yeah i'm gonna go sure. pacers i'm gonna go pacers i'm gonna go with levert my boy i'm, so, I'm sorry you had to leave us cares uh pelicans hawks i'm gonna go with the uh, hawks i'm gonna take the pels on that one pelicans yeah it's a good thing they're playing tonight that means they're gonna be tired for tomorrow when they play us and traveling from atlanta for sure yeah, it's true. They're going from Atlanta to it's a home game for us. So yeah, Atlanta to New York. That's, that's a little bit. All right. Uh 76ers versus the Celtics. The Celtics are just inconsistent. Right but that, now. that almost makes it harder because they might just totally yeah, crack the Sixers or they might just score 80 points. Is MB playing? Uh he should be, yeah. They started him in the second sat, of the back. He's at yeah, he's at the other game. So he's playing the night. Uh, he's playing. I'm taking the 76ers. I feel like I should, I'm going to regret this, but I'm going to take the 76ers as well. I think they're going to lose, though. Something that I feel this is the Sixers are going to show up, but I'm going to go with the Sixers. Uh, Lakers versus the Raptors. Ooh, that's a tough one. I don't. Uh, 
Uh, shout out to Gary Trent Jr. with that uh, game winner last night. I, do, I don't um, think I saw that. Yeah, check that. Out. I gotta watch them yeah, once. Yeah, bro. Yesterday I had to do another fucking paper, another fucking fourteen hundred word paper. I'm too, too much. Um, I don't know, man. Who are you going with that Lakers Raptors? Um, you know what? I feel like although the Lakers just you know they don't have enough, I I feel like they should be able to beat the Raptors. They should they should at least be able to beat the Raptors. The so Raptors have been playing better as of late, though. You know. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take the Lakers on that one. Let me look up Toronto injury report. Is, is Lowry playing? Doesn't look like it. Oh yeah, he's out seven to ten days. Mm, Fred Van Fleet's not playing. Oh, Lakers. So, so no Fred Van Fleet, no Kyle Lowry. Siakam's playing. Yeah, I'm gonna Can't go with. I'm gonna go with um with the Lakers. Yeah, I agree. Though I don't think it's gonna be easy. I think it's gonna be actually kind of a narrow game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They should be able to win it. It, it is in Florida, though. Their home court, of course. <laughs> New home court. <laughs> it's sad. Uh, Grizzlies versus the Heat. I gotta uh, go with the Heat on this one. It's a home game for the Heat. They're wily too, but I, I think they're gonna take it. I think you're looking at similar teams with the Heat and the Grizzlies. Uh, um, yeah, they are actually pretty similar. I'm actually go with the Grizz on that. Okay, competing. I like it. Uh. <laughs> this one, Pistons Nuggets. Well, Nuggets. The Pistons played last night in Oklahoma City, and now they fly to Denver. The Nuggets did not need, did not play last night, and they're also twice the team the Pistons are. So, I'm gonna go with the Pistons. No, I'm kidding. I'm going with the Nuggets. <laughs> Got the Nuggets on that one. Here, plus twelve. Uh, Bucks Warriors. Uh, Warriors are desperate for wins. They've all seven of eight. Definitely. Um, is Draymond right. still out? Let's find out. Injury report says the old Golden State Warriors. They could have been the, the California Warriors. They're not. Uh, Clay, Tom- Clay, no. Clay Thompson's out, but Clay doesn't Thompson's say anything. doesn't say anything about Draymond. So I guess he's playing. Um, no. Dr- that's tough. Draymond and, and Steph can make the team good enough to win. But the Bucks are really playing well lately. Yeah, they are in California. I, I gotta in, go with the Bucks. They are playing in Oracle. On I'm gonna say the Warriors. I'm, I'm, I'm the Warriors. I'm gonna say that they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna this is gonna be a big win for them. And finally, Terrence, the is a good game. I think Trailblazers versus the Clippers. Hmm, that's a good game. It is a good game. I'm gonna watch that. Hmm. Um, oh, Clippers just come on. They just came off a. They just Clippers, came off a loss. Man, I can't believe right? the Clippers. The Clippers just beat the Lakers, but lost to the Nuggets. Yeah, so let's say they just came off a loss. But they did uh, just beat the Lakers, though. That was the last game. Oh. Uh, I'm going to go with... Let's see the injury report. Anyone injured? Blazers. Um, it's hard to go against Dame, man. I'm going to Clip, go with Clippers. Uh, Damian Lewis playing phenomenal. I'm not going to knock him, but... Uh, I say the Blazers Clippers. pull us out. Oh, be, yeah, you think it's going to be a close game? Yeah, yeah, I think it's gonna be a close game. Man. So you think game time is coming? Is that why you think it's gonna be close? So you know, game time's coming. Yeah, yeah I mean that's that's not a bad uh, train of thought. All right, that's it. Terrence is the last games. Blazers. Yeah, I go with Clips. Old Los Angeles boats. What they should have called them. Love it. All right, Terrence. That wraps up the show. The last thing we, of course, need is just the uh, fortune cookie device from Terrence. 
Oh man. Okay. Call you off guard. Uh, yeah. Now, now you're in school, man. It's over. You're never going to remember yeah, stuff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now, now it's over. Now you definitely have to come up with definitely. Spot. Um, let's see. Uh, Hit Let's me with see. it. I, I, I think I think I got this one. All right. Let's see. I, I think I got this one this week. Everyone's uh, waiting. Yeah. Um, weakness is only accepted without effort. <laughs> I feel like you didn't know the end of that sentence <laughs> until halfway through the sentence. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> felt like you were like, I gotta make. I'm literally making this up word for word. <laughs> you probably couldn't even repeat it if I asked you to. <laughs> weakness is only accepted without effort you know what though terrence yeah Yeah. i love it i like it that is a win congratulations play the fucking play the applause i I, I like it too man i like it there it is there it is (laughs) because that might be your best one and it's because you didn't think about it It'd be great if I listened back and it turned out you said two different things you said that and then the second time you said something else like (laughs) well it doesn't really count um that's it for me, dude. Anything for you? No, man. Uh, See you all next week in the backcourt. Peace. Anyway, you good? Popping a muffin. What about a muffin? Popping a muffin. What does that mean? You have a muffin and you're eating? Yeah, yeah. I just like popped a muffin. A dude, I have the most unbelievable muffins in the world in my apartment.